the bike was skidding further ahead and I was turning with the bike. So suddenly my body had turned towards the rear of the bike. I kept I kept saying, you know, when I was falling, I said, oh, there's like movies, you know. Because <laughs> you're wiser. Right. You're not really feeling the impact and there was no pain, nothing. And I was fully protected. I saw this taxi wala with a lady sitting behind. And the taxi wala guy is kind of driving around me like that. And for some reason, I kept telling you, this is like Marty's Kitchen, man. This is like Susan Vega. It's like... It's like very surreal. Michael Radio Broadcast advises safety at all times. Discusses underage riding, but celebrates the spirit of motorcycling. And how... Radio broadcast, India's exclusive motorcycling podcast featuring its star riders, legendary mechanics, and iconic brands. I'm Sunny. And I'm Shandy. And we're glad to have you on board the Biker Radio broadcast. Today, we speak to a rider who grew up in the steel city of Jamshedpur and at the age of 48 is Chief Operating Officer of Carnations Hotels of the Lemon Tree brand. He's usually scouting the country looking for newer properties to expand the brand's influence. Otherwise, he's riding his Triumph 800 out to a historic fort or a monument in Rajasthan or the hills. Probably looking for some more. He's a father, a husband, cyclist, a rider, hotelier, a scout, and our dear friend. Please welcome on the long way home, Cyrus Madan. So Cyrus Madan, welcome to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Welcome to the long way home. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, let's go back. Yeah. Yeah. Jamshedpur. <laughs> no, first of all, your name, yeah? Ah. ah let's Cyrus yeah. Madan Madan. Where, where, where do you come from? Where yeah. do you start? So, my mom's uh, Bong. <clears throat> oh. And okay. uh, my father's Parsi. Uh-huh. So, mixed up. And uh, actually, the surname is Madan. 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 How do you spell that? M A D A N. But okay. some Madans are M A D A and some Madans are M A D O N. But I'd say that probably second one is the better pronunciation yeah. uh, from a pronunciation perspective. Okay. okay. But it's Madan. It's not Madan. Madan. But Madan works Helps. fabulously for me. Yeah. Huh? Especially in Delhi, man. I mean, Madan is like a Haranvi. Is Punjabi. 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 Okay. And Madan is UPI. Yeah. yeah. And Modon is Bengali. <laughs> so for me, it's a blessing. Man. Fantastic. I, and man. you also have a Madan in uh, a 
among the Tamils. Oh, you do? Yeah, so Achha. that's also a name, Madan is a Tamil. Is of course, sometimes uh, Madan in Bengali is not very uh, <laughs> very complimentary. It's actually, it's supposed to be like. Educate you know, me, educate see, me. See, you're like a little bit of a dimwit kind of. Yeah. If I want to speak correctly. <laughs> okay. so, oh, you never tried to venture there. Yeah, right? okay, okay, actually, the when, you are, when you are trying to kind of uh, pull something like say Baba Madan, it means like you're a little bit of a. Not happen about mentally tube like this for a set. So it's fine. That's a Parsi. So thank you, Cyrus Madam, uh, yes. for uh, letting me know that. Me know that specifically. So we've got okay. a second Madam on the show no, already. Yeah, I mean you know yeah, first one. The, uh, first one was Jamshed Madam. Uh, he runs the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe okay. in Goa. Okay. Of course, he comes from a long history of uh, being a restauranteur. Yeah. A good one at that. Yeah. Set up Little Italy's JNA's Little Italy in. In Goa, no, I didn't, it was it's not a popular community. title. No, it's quite popular. Funnily enough, in, uh, it was in in Calcutta. Right. Uh-huh. So there used to be Cyrus J. Martin who used to, I think, uh, write for the horse races. Okay. In Calcutta. Oh. Okay. Um, so there, it was a big family over there. Ah. Maybe makes sense. Family. Right. But uh, the community is only about sixty thousand people now. Yeah, but a lot of horsing around, I guess. Yeah. You weren't Not much actually. Not much funny. Not much funny. Yeah, they wouldn't have been in this position. But you weren't named after the Cyrus J. Martin, were you? No, no, no. So actually, I was born in 71. So okay. that year, if I, and I might get the facts wrong, but that year was some anniversary year of the Cyrus's dynasty, uh, the 2000th year or something. Okay. Uh, so Oops. people actually, uh, a lot of Parsi kids born around that time got named Cyrus. So, dude, who's so, uh, who's Cyrus? So Cyrus is a king from Persia. Okay. And uh, you know, Porus. Right. All of that, the same lineage. Right. And uh, he was one of the most. He was, I think, probably one of the biggest unifiers of uh, uh, Persia at that time, and one of the he was uh, a demigod in that community over there. Okay. Who unified a lot of lands to uh. get them into a one large kingdom. Uh. It's from what I have remotely had. Funny, yeah. I've never actually researched yeah. it. Yeah. I've never researched it. So uh, something to look forward to. Something to know. About. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, isn't isn't isn't. I mean, obviously, we'll get to that later. But that's somewhat uh, what you're doing right now, right? How come? How is it related? I mean, for the profession that you're in. Wow, you interesting, are? interesting connect, yeah. <laughs> you can say so, yeah. Hello? Yeah. yeah. So I think in my profession, what's most exciting is to see where it goes. Because this company, we really, under the guy who owns it, uh-huh. we really started this company together. We are seven, eight of us. Oh, okay. So, so every day for us, every one more uh, hotel that comes up in our name, uh-huh. company name, is really emotionally very, very gladdening. Yeah. I know. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. So when I was doing up my walls, I was thinking that maybe, you know, I put up some art and all that. Of the course, walls in your home. Yeah, walls in my home. Uh-huh. I thought we'd do something about art. Uh-huh. For whatever, that's okay, fine, we'll do some art. But then, you know, art is very expensive. Right. And at that point in time, I thought that, you know, if we could use um, humor from newspaper cuttings or, you know, wherever... Mm. It is so engaging that uh, you get a laugh out of it, at least, if nothing. 
and you move on. You know, it's a conversation piece. You move on, and all this thing was in my head. And say, ha, karunga, karunga. And then one day I go to this hotel in uh, in Udyog uh, Vihar in Gurgaon. Hmm. So was on some work. Yeah. I walk into this hotel, and the first thing I experience is the space they have created. The neatness in in the space. Uh huh. Everything was kind of regimented, but not. Uh huh. You know? uh-huh. Things flew with a certain preciseness, mm. so it was thought out. Mm. Somebody had been thinking. Mm. It was a boutique hotel, mm. meant just for executives. And my first experience was the fresh smell of lemons uh-huh. wherever you went. Yeah. And then I went into the room, and then after that, you know, washroom, rooms, corridors, everywhere, humor out of comic strips, and uh-huh. they were putting it up. All places on coasters, on table mats, on the walls, everything. Right. I said, "This is it. These guys. Who are these guys?" And I didn't know who they were. Uh-huh. And finally, you know, of all people, Cyrus pops out of this, and he was part of the core team. Right. With Patu and uh, you know, there was a core team of six, seven guys. Uh-huh. They used to sit out and they used to plan all these things. So fantastic idea to actually create an identity for the elementary. Yeah. One is smell. Yeah. And smell very important. Uh, so you walk into a, a lavatory and yeah. it smells of lemons, yeah. freshly cut. Yeah, I mean it's a very very interesting quirky way, use of uh, humor yeah. in its visual sense and uh, creates a f- unique identity for the brand. Fantastic idea. Yeah. So uh, see, and he told us so much more about the brand. Yeah. Hi, this is Cyrus Madan, and this is a long way home. When lavatory started, there was. There were only two types of hotels. There was one hotel which you couldn't go to, couldn't right, afford, right. and there was the hotel that you didn't want to go to, right. which was the guest house grown up into a hotel. So there was no mid market. There's no budget hotel. Absolutely. So, no and we are talking budget, ninety uh, two thousand two two thousand two. Yeah. So mid market as a concept was beginning to emerge. First few brands, and that is when the boss decided to start this hotel company. And some of us would work with him at that point earlier, and had already moved on to other jobs. We started with him. And the bosses? Bosses, I got Patu Keswani. Okay. So Patu is the promoter and founder of Lemon Tree Hotels. Uh-huh. So we were, I think, in 2000, between 2002-2003, most of us, seven, eight of us, joined him. Okay. In Sardarjung. In Sardarjung, in Clare, from a two-bedroom flat. Right. Um, Take us there. Take so us there. I like talking about the fact that you know maybe we are the infosys of the hotel industry. Absolutely, you are. Uh, Absolutely. So that's how it started. And 2004, we built our first hotel in Gurugram uh, in Udyogvyar. And around the same time, we were already building the second hotel also. Okay. Which is in Sector 29. So it was quite a leap of faith for many, but I think Patu is the kind of guy who, if you work with him, you know that you. Trust him enough to say what he's thinking of will happen, mm. whichever measure. Mm. And it was an interesting time for us as a couple, me and my wife, because uh, we were both working, no children, no responsibilities as such. And I said, look, if one of us jumps out from what is uh, status quo, uh, it'll be fun. Let's see where it goes. So that's how it started. So one happened, two happened, and I remember one day we were. Doing something and it had not gone down well with the boss, and we were getting the whole you know download for it. And finally he says, "Look, 
you know, think guys, and this is the volley coddling one, he said, the thing guys, you know, if you guys keep on screwing up like this, you know, we'll have just probably two or three hotels, but if you don't, we could be six hotels, you know, mm. and uh, we'll be a big company. Yeah, true. And now we are 51, 52. Wow. Really? Yeah. You've come a long way, huh? Yeah. Are you getting the right manpower? You know, it's it's not the easiest thing because manpower is the trickiest part of uh, the hospitality business. Lemetry's always believed in training a lot. Mm-hmm. Really believed in training. And mm. we emphasize the fact that, you know, we've seen it, whatever we tell you is, you know, a lot of stuff that we've seen, that, you know, you will build a house today, for example, mm. and your house will be top-notch and will be really cutting edge, etc. Five years later, somebody else with more money than you will build a much better house. Right. Because mm-hmm. just the construction and the quality and how much he's able to spend has evolved. Mm-hmm. But the service that you get in your house, or mm-hmm. the affection that you get in your house, or the warmth that you get in your house, is uh, always going to stay why because it is your house. Right. You may live in a fancy house, which is very cold to people who come in. Right. Because they have not been able to replicate the warmth that is there in your house. Right. So, the same is true for hotels. The mm. hotel, if somebody will build a better hotel, your hotel will age, uh, things will go older, but if you can keep your service levels up through training, that is something which is very difficult for people to duplicate because training is expensive. Right. So, if, mm. you can, if you can make sure that training is right, your hotels will actually emotionally never age. But you're also the scout. Yeah, so my job is to go and look for such opportunities or if opportunities come to us to go and suss it out and decide to do it or not do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's very interesting because it for somebody who's been with this company for so long, I've been here for now 16 years. Uh, mm. it, the fun part is to say that, hey, can Lemontree go to Dubai? Yeah. Can we open in Dubai? Yes. People will buy us there. Is that the download that you're getting now? We already signed one. Yeah, you yeah. already. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Whatever I'll tell you is... He was dune bashing <laughs> a couple of months back. I was dune bashing. Unfortunately, I never got <laughs> to enjoy Dubai's swim there. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Hi, this is Cyrus Madan and this is A Long Way Home. Another aspect of the elementary, and you do uh, employ differently abled... Uh, yes, staff, exactly. Which is very... Uh, yeah. So I think that has been a very interesting uh, vision of the founder and the boss, Mm. where he believed right from the beginning that, you know, when he started this concept, he wanted to do this and he didn't really think of this as CSR. Mm -hmm. He said that this is just great business sense. Mm. Of course, it has great virtues in terms of what it does for the people. Right. The greater actually adapting and the the, uh, greater learning was not really for the staff who uh, joined us who were with disabilities but for people within the system mm-hmm. because for them they had to move from being uh, people who were prone to showing sympathy mm. to showing empathy right. and that's yeah. a very big shift to make yeah. and uh, frankly it feels so nice that today you know you're sitting in forums and people say that uh, whether it is you know conferences and you know is doing a great job which it really is Yeah. but it feels nice to be recognized for something where you know even I think even at a at an employee-to-employee level, at a colleague level, mm-hmm. the fact that you are sitting and you are being acknowledged for something which the company is doing so well is is greatly gratifying, you know. Absolutely. And your 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 desire to be part of such a system mm-hmm. uh, or part of such an institution goes up. Yes. And there is no I, people look up to me because I work for elementary because elementary. 
right. and does this great job. Yeah. I I'm just kind of feeling what it feels like to be yeah. to work in an organization yeah. which is grown slowly, organically, you know, brick by brick. Yeah, has done a fantastic job, and it smells great. It smells great. Yeah, it smells great. So I think they kept it simple. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was that was interesting. And they, it was it was something as simple as um, a lot of thought went into it. So as he keeps, so somebody decided to uh, when Nemanji was I think probably four or five years old. Somebody decided to, as part of a rebranding exercise, decided to change the the, the pencil mm-hmm. from being hexagonal. we have a red fox hotel brand as well yeah. so we were at a design meeting and uh, this is about about devs and this conversation came out about the room dnd card hmm. so normal dnd card has two sides to it which basically means do not disturb yeah, yeah. It says room dnd on one side so yeah. do not disturb yeah. the other side says clean my room so the customer can do whichever side on the yeah. door handle but the red fox hotel never had clean my room on the other side okay and i started red fox with the laboratory as mm. the operations head so why didn't they have it the brand exactly so can we answer that one why did you not have it it's clean always <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true but if you dirty it some gets to clean so the brand uh, person was saying i said yeah but shouldn't it have it you just like mm. it he said look this is a two star product it was had in those days so uh-huh. about 2009 and we will not have that kind of stuff in when i can clean your room on mm-hmm. your request so i'll clean it as per my sequence right Fair so enough. i never give you the choice to say clean my room now if you are so desperate call okay you yeah? know ah. so i'll only say dnd ah. otherwise in sequence your room will be clean ah. in any case ah. true true so we kept the simple thing simple the biker radio broadcast listen connect right on what's dubai like i mean you you just come back from it what's yeah. what's what's happening in dubai are property prices and real estate and business really falling it had fallen i believe it's picked up now it's it is kind up. of stabilized businesses are coming up yes okay but uh, i mean i i have its personal bias uh, mm-hmm. it, the whole place looks unreal to me <laughs> i'm sorry a mirage it is a mirage yeah, yeah and it's uh, yeah it's unfortunate but yeah. Yeah, it has its opportunities. It is a it is an interesting place to be. Yeah, but it's solely driven by uh, commerce. Right, and uh, it's classic example of how you make lemons out of nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not love, <laughs> but love for lemons out of nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, talking of going places, so these guys, the lemon tree group, is going places. Oh, absolutely, and. Uh, like bring me more maps bring me more maps and uh, yeah or or actually find new places so yeah. uh, bhutan is where yeah. they are actually uh, present already yeah. nepal bhi chala gaya ha so we have uh, on next yeah our friend omkar yes. who was on his trip to bhutan mm. and sent us my way my way 
my name is Omkar, I'm reporting for Biker Radio Broadcast. I am sitting here in the city of Thimphu, which is in Bhutan, and the temperature here is somewhere around 0 degrees, and it's been a beautiful journey from Siliguri till here, and this is my way. I am traveling to Bhutan with two of my colleagues and friends. One is Kostub and Haratan Pranay from Siliguri. To Funchaling, it was a very peaceful ride. But after Funchaling, when we started for Thimpu, the real magic started there. We thought that uh, probably we will have uh, a, a little bit of flat patches where we can cover up the distance. But that did not happen. Besides, we thought the immigration process would be really good. And also the vehicle permit should not take much time as per all the blogs that we have read. But turns out that's not the case. We started our immigration process by like around 9 and we finished it by somewhere like around 4. 4 is the time where we are supposed to reach Thimphu but we started off at 4 from Frenchling because we had a hotel booking. We really could not forego that on 31st December night. So we started riding in like around 11 degrees from Frenchling and trust me the road is beautiful. It's amazing. It's a heaven for the riders. Especially if someone's into cornering but yeah that's not fun in dark. Especially when you are inching somewhere like around minus 4. I'm riding a KTM Duke 390 which was 2015 purchase and uh, Ratan is riding a recent 2017 KTM Duke 390 and Kostup is riding a 7 year old Yamaha FZ16 with a 7 year old tyre. Yeah that's gutsy but that guy is catching up really nice. Bhutan shares the border with Jaigao which is the part of India in uh, I think West Bengal. Basically weekend the embassy is closed. You cannot enter the city and take permits or immigration but then they let you enter Bhutan even if you are entering on a weekend. They let you stay in Funchaling. So we go to Funchaling and we took up a hotel and you can see a sudden difference in terms of uh, hospitality, the kindness and mainly the traffic. I mean, I, the moment we entered Funchaling, we can sense the difference because it's not just the lovely buildings or the clean city, but also the way people drive. I mean, the uh, amount of attention people give all over Bhutan, not just to Funchaling, to the traffic rules and how much importance they give to pedestrians is really really amazing that is something we will always carry with us when we are stepping out of this place so, so then in Funchaling we took a hotel and got around our way and it's it's a heaven for people who like to walk because like there is always there are so many patches where you have, there's an incline or a decline and you know really clean roads nice footpaths so and it's all scenic everywhere there is no tall skyscrapers nor are there any uh, very modern looking buildings. Not that it's a little old looking place, but it's got a very lovely ethnic touch. The topography of the whole place is not flat, even the city. I mean, here just to cross between two bylanes, there's a connecting road. And trust me, that's one of the steepest roads I've ever seen. I mean, from all the trips that I have done for a city, this was amazingly steep. That's how the city is built. There, there, there's no flat patches, but it's beautiful. That's, maybe that's what makes the city really interesting. Not knowing the traffic rules is going to land someone in trouble. For example, we exited a hospital gate and we were supposed to turn right. But then the guard warned us that we had to go left, travel half a kilometer, take a U-turn and then go right, though there is no divider. So tomorrow we are headed off to Paro. Now getting a permit to go towards any other places than Thimpo and Paro needs an extra permit.
that also applies to the vehicles so we spent some time in getting a permit for Ponakha and for Ha Valley and day after tomorrow the plan is to go to the lovely beautiful tiger's nest the Taksangla the monastery which is probably there on almost every set of wallpapers available online so that's that's going to be a kind of a steep hike of three kilometers for which again i was not geared up i've somehow forgot my jacket so today we went jacket hunting for that tomorrow is a ride towards paro and that's it from me omkar and this is my way my way the biker radio broadcast listen connect ride on a couple of days before i set up the interview with uh, Cyrus hmm. I called him up and I just started shooting the breeze with him and, and asked him about what he can give to us for the memorabilia section hmm. and he said yaar what I have I really can't give I uh, said what do you have uh. so he says Ke, my grandfather no, he wrote he was in jail and he wrote these letters to my grandmother I said shut up shut up I don't even want to hear it uh. okay because that's all I knew I did uh. not know the family very well uh. and I, I did not know anything about the family other than that he was cousin, cousins with my classmate Neeraj Kavi uh. other than that I did not know anything uh. and what a revelation yeah. absolutely yeah. it was stunning to listen to uh, the entire story and all those names I know like uh-huh. the Dium Madan the um, girls school the cooperative college these are like big massive it's like you know all India Institute of Medical Sciences is as big as that in Jamshedpur in Jamshedpur and you have interest in because all boys school uh, yeah. the girls school was interest to you right oh yeah that's not dear Madan not that no 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 we were very focused oh okay across the road yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> I remember that story though We'll, we'll keep it for another day. <laughs> okay. So here we have Cyrus Madan taking us to his days in Jamshedpur. And uh, the incredible heritage that he actually belongs to. Hi, this is Cyrus Madan. And this is a long way home. But a little more into the family. Granddad. You have to get there, is it? I have to get there. So we've been in Jamshedpur for about 114 years. Wow. Maybe approximately. He's giving approximately. Wow. So my great-grandfather was an accounts guy. Family folklore has it that he was uh, responsible, one of the two people responsible for teaching GID Tata, the finances of the business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of the steel business at least. Now I know why Shandi was interested. <clears throat> yeah. So he came to Jamshedpur in the single digit 1900s. So right. From what I'm... And... Uh, my grandfather uh, married an orphaned girl who was raised by my great-grandfather. Okay. And my grandmother was uh, BA first class first from, I think, Elphinstone College. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and her, her prize for the first, uh, for coming first in our class was a whole set of books which was uh, in French on Racine and Molière. So, wow. Uh, which we still had for a very long time. I don't know. Wow. So then my grandfather got into the freedom movement mm. and uh, I have, I am now the inheritor of a whole bunch of uh, letters that he wrote to her uh, during the freedom movement wow. prison. Wow. He was married already and I think the <clears throat> second time or the third time that he went to jail, uh, she was third time pregnant mm-hmm. and uh, she had a small baby in her arms because they were all about two years apart. Mm. Okay. 
and uh, she was evicted from the house by the Brits. Uh-huh. The, so the 1940 that old house got built, and this was probably 42, 43, 44 maybe, and she got evicted. in Bombay. This is Jamshedpur. 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 That house that we used to stay. Huh. She got evicted from there. It was made into a officers' mess by the Brits. Oh. Your husband's in a freedom movement, so you need to evicting you. And husband, husband was in jail. Hmm. So actually, I often say that you know that uh, in the family, the one who's really struggled is not the person who went to jail. Hmm. Uh, the the person who jail. got left behind. Because hmm. then you know it is a very strange environment because. When she then she shifted to Bombay. She lived with relatives, but okay. uh, you know, all so he was in jail for a while, as in for a few years till the. So he went to jail, I think, twice or thrice. So he did okay. a very interesting thing, uh, from what I have read about. He engineered a strike in Tata Steel. Oh, uh, Which in which the first shift came, and they stoked the fires for the steel to melt from the iron ore. Uh. And then the second shift came, stoked the fires. The third shift didn't come to work. So oh. the iron kind of melted in the buckets. So obviously that was not taken very kindly too. So, uh-huh. so he, my grandfather actually translated Dr. Adhan Prasad's biography into English from Hindi. He's mm-hmm. not just there in the credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's what the only thing which you can Google him on. Okay. Uh, so What's his him, name? His name is Medyuma Madhavi. Medyuma? Tanjisha Yeah. So then of course he came back out of prison and... Uh, the Tatas felt that he was causing them too much of grief. The Tatas had the foresight and the Tatas did a fantastic job with Jamshedpur. Uh-huh. So, you know, we'll build a whole city where we will build uh, schools for people, we'll build, uh, you know, religious institutions for people, we'll plan out the city, etc. His dream was that in that case, when these people whom we are giving all of this education to, when they finish school, what do they do? So mm. why will the Tatas also not spend money uh-huh. To create a whole university, which right. only the Tatas can spend money on because they have right. the wealth and the land available, why mm. will they not create a whole university in Jamshedpur? True. Mm-hmm. So, my grandfather uh, set up a college called the Jamshedpur Cooperative College. Really? Uh, oh. His ashes are buried over there. There's a statue in his name. Oh. Uh, he also set up a medical college called the Mahatma Gandhi Medi- uh, Memorial Medical College. MGM oh my Medical God. College. Seriously? Yeah. And his vision was that, you know, the college or the university should be in a place where uh, it's open, kids have next to the river, have the whole ambiance, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the deal about studying. And he was also involved in uh, setting up the Jamshapur Women's College, but I don't think he was the only person in that. So Jamshapur Cooperative College has a very unique uh, reason for its name. It huh. was set up on a cooperative basis. Okay. So he actually sold shares for the college. To set up the college. Wow. And uh, he sold shares to raise the money. So you'll all have a stake in it. So that's why it's called the Jamshapur Cooperative College. Disruption in education. Yeah. So even to get permission to get the land, etc., he used to constantly go on hunger strike. Okay. Yeah. In fact, he finally died because of hunger strike. Wow. So oh. he finished the hunger strike and I think something went wrong. And uh, and he, in the family, he was quite a terror. So... <laughs> <laughs> so he was probably. He would show, show everybody how done, right? So, uh, he was yeah. probably, uh, True. So he was. They were so scared to shift him from the house to the hospital to get yeah. him checked whether he's alive or not. So they felt that you know, if he wakes up in the hospital, sees himself in the hospital, he'll be so livid that how dare you move me here? <laughs> I have said no. This uh, is not to be done. This is not the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah. So, 
I bought it in '97. Mm. I took a loan from my dad, mm. put in some money of my own, paid back my dad. Mm-hmm. So that and uh, so my wife is quite short. She's about four ten. Mm. When we were newly married, we'd actually she'd actually sit on the tank. <laughs> You put your baby. <laughs> okay. She sit on the tank in, okay. <laughs> in the middle of Harinagar, uh, Maya Enclave, it's to rain. Oh. She would be sitting on the tank and oh. I would ride around. <laughs> 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 How sweet is that? And she'd say, ki, No, but I want to be part of the riding. I also want to ride. So I said, You can't ride because you can't ride. She said, I'm not going to do anything. I said, Accelerator, <laughs> she drives the accelerator. I do the clutch and the gears and the brakes. Uh, <laughs> so much is more. Then 2002, we moved to Gurgaon. I fell sick. Uh, I had an asthma problem. I had mm. an asthma problem. Mm. So the doctor said it's the pollution. Mm. Mm. So and by that time. I was working in a BPO, so I thought that I might as well go and have a car. I don't want to have a bike anymore. Mm-hmm. I sold the bike. Mm. But I regretted it so much, so much. I went and bought myself a second-hand bike. Just say, no problem, but I bought a bike. Mm. Mm. Which one was that? I bought a bullet again. Okay. I bought a bullet for some 25,000. And I spent 25,000 rupees getting it cleaned up. Yeah. Uh, then I just let it rot. Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Big Biking Commune. Big Biking Commune. Big Biking Commune. Big Biking Commune. We be living young, we be living free. Yeah, yeah. I'm a rider, so you can follow me. Hands on the throttle, I'm making moves faster. I'm hitting the brakes when I need my control. All these ups and downs, they never be stopping me. Riding steadily, I'm sharing my destiny. I'm a rider at heart. I've been riding forever. Revving up the motor, I've been cruising on the highway, getting closer to my destination on the path of green chase. Actually, I forgot to tell you, what you just heard is the Big Biking Commune's anthem. It is very peppy and you guys should be uh, looking forward to hearing more of the same. I'm waiting to see everyone go up on stage and do this Big Biking Commune. Big Biking Commune. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Why are you standing up? I thought that the anthem is standing up. Ah, yeah, actually, we are headed to Chennai, to the big biking commune we told you about last time. Yes. And if uh, you haven't done your registrations, go ahead and do it. It's on the 22nd, 23rd, 24th at Mahabalipuram. A lot of people are coming in. Yes. And in addition to all the fun events, there's some serious uh, gyan also that's going to be given out. Yeah. And uh, we're looking forward to 
listening to uh, Sunny Gajjar talk yeah and uh, to listen to Deepak Gupta if he's going to be there and yeah. his uh, journey across Canada uh, Lewis um, I think Deepak Kamath is also there Bulu Bulu biker for the first time he's uh, I've never met him I've heard so much about him yeah he's a huge guy apparently yes and we got to get in touch with him get to know him yes so what we're wanting to do is we're hoping to be in chennai at the big biking commune and get together and talk to a few people mm. so if there's any suggestion that anybody has yeah of who we should actually sit down and do an interview, interview with, yeah. please let us know and talking of big bikes we are with cyrus madan on the long way home and now from owning small bikes and riding around you know the 300 350 cc things now this man is going ballistic Hi this is Cyrus Madan and this is a long way home. See buying a a 14 15 lakh rupee bike even if you have the money is a big decision bhai because it's like huge chalaunga nahi chalaunga then i already have a background seeing ek bike ko to sada diya you know ab ye kyu le rahe ho then you just waste it in the all that so um, between uh, you know maybe 2011 and 13 i really lusted for the bike for the hale kept okay. in the showroom all right looking at it yeah it was good yeah ंग Uh-huh. So you're riding a 1600 cc bike, mm-hmm. and it's got a single disc brake. And it doesn't stop when you want it to. <laughs> and you don't know if the ABS works or doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And now for already 48, mm. they have double disc brakes. Right. Huh? So this they fixed that, right? I mean, they fixed that. I would that. imagine so. Right. The, the quality. Was that a reason you shifted to the tram? So I had a bad fall. I had oh, a okay. bad fall. I met with an accident uh, in 2000. 15 May 10 May I was in Mumbai mm. early morning 5:30 in the morning great clear sky roads are empty the traffic light had just turned green I got on the bike there khali pada hai so I was sitting in about 95 or 100 mm. and uh, near that Karnataka food center mm-hmm. the divider has a metal separator mm-hmm. and there's a hedge also mm-hmm. and suddenly a dog popped out of the ayya ah, metal grating and in your mind you want to save the dog at the same time you want to save yourself so i jammed the brakes uh, which is mistake i shouldn't have done it jammed the brakes with both the front brake and the and the rear brake and i would have survived it but i think i went over the dog so it went below the front wheel and the second wheel so there was a total disbalance and oh. at that speed i fell with the bike and after that it was a bit of a presumption i fell on the right hand side Mm. And I broke my right leg below the knee, and I carried on forward, and then the leg guard mm. flipped and fell on the left, so I broke my arm, and I kept skidding, and then the bike kind of 
disentangled and fell ahead and I fell towards the divider. Mm. So I was kind of propped up next to the divider when I... Mm, right. And summer being summer, so 5.30 people were there at the bus stands, mm. of course. We did a gutta, yeah. I kept, I kept saying, you know, when I was following, I said, they're like movies, you know. Because <laughs> you're wiser. Right. You're not really feeling the impact and there was no pain, nothing, and I was fully protected. Uh, that's one big thing. Right. I was broken inside, but not a drop of blood. Right. As the crowd began to gather around me, I saw this taxi wala with a lady sitting behind me. And the taxi wala guy is kind of driving around me like that. And for some reason, I kept telling you, this is like Marty's kitchen, man. This is like Susan Vega. It's like... It's like very surreal. I'm wondering. Hi, this is Cyrus Madan. And this is a long way home. You know, and then of picture course... Picture is going on, right? Picture is going on. I don't... I, I tell everybody the lady was like pretty, but I don't know if she really was. <laughs> no, she was. <laughs> Susan Vega. <laughs> Susan Vega. <laughs> then, uh, they of course, uh, kind of picked me up and got me to the bus stand and helped me to get out. And that day what I remember, realized was that my phone was completely dead. Uh. And uh, I'm, I was not wearing my Rudraksh. Huh. Uh, the only telephone number I remember in the whole world at any point in time is only my wife's number. I don't remember because he's number that I don't So I told that guy, I said, 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 Mm-hmm. 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 So I said, go there and say, if you have an accident, you So that guy on a scooter went and within matlab, five minutes, there were these ten Harleys or sorted bikes. It was a Harley group at the time. Mostly Oh, Then once they came, then, you know, literally after they came, I said, I'm not even involved. So one guy came, she said, so his what he said after that kind of set the tone for the rest of the healing process. Okay, he said, so I promised myself that no matter what happens, mm. I'll not feel sorry for myself and I'll never regret this day uh-huh. that I met the next Wow. As that was... Somehow with that, with that Harley, I had a huge uh, set of you know bad runs. I enjoyed it to death and I mean, I really enjoyed the bike, Yeah. but somehow Harley was a series of, you know, crappy quality issues, a series of bad service issues and you just began to wonder if they really want this. Right. There really instances where, you know, after, uh, within one and a half years of buying the bike, mm. suddenly one morning I was kind of just checking it out, I realized that my rims are bent. Achha. Is it? Yeah. How can the rims go bent? So I said, no, you might have gone over some potholes. 
ग्रेटफुल Nothing happened all that while. Mm. Came back from lunch. You know what had happened? The nail which had gotten into the bike had actually gotten into the rubber. Mm. So it had just stayed there. Nothing happened. Mm. Nothing happened. When we opened the tire, we realized that there had been a puncture three months ago, maybe. Achha. And I had sent it to the Harley showroom for getting it repaired. The Harley showroom pickup truck had come. The Harley had come, taken the bike back. They had repaired the puncture, sent it back. But while repairing the puncture, they had left a washer inside the tire. Nice. And the washer, all of these three months, had been cutting into the tire, and it finally decided to cut it enough for the tube to get cut mm. on this trip. So that got nothing to do with service issues, just maddening. Right. Then on the poly trip, I realized that when the bike, when you're on a hill. And you're, you know, you're braking more often, especially the foot brake. Correct. The foot brake stops functioning when it's hot. You know, Harry. Oh. I, I don't know if it still is. If it's case. hot. Yeah. Oh, just brake pad heat होता है ना? Hmm. It stops working. अच्छा. So then you are only left to hand brake. You can't use your foot brake. And my son was behind me. You know, so you just so so many services. Right. The last straw was you were riding up as a on a biking trip with the families to Musauri. Hmm. And uh, for some vague reason, after covering the first tour, when we were in the hills, for some vague reason, the bike started just switching off. Oh, बंद हो रही है मतलब उसका कोई reason नहीं है there's an electrical fault which I can't understand. Mm. And again, my son is sitting behind me. You know, you're up and inclined, the bike is stopping. You're you know going somewhere, the bike is and you know there's traffic coming from behind. It is slow moving traffic, but it is you know you the bike would keep switching off. कुछ नहीं होगा After that, nothing happened. Then. <laughs> so after that, for the next three days, I rode around. Sorry, went to Lendor, pretty incline, decline, so much. Yeah, rode back to Delhi. Nothing happened after he blessed me. He was more spiritual than a Brahman pundit that time. He just blessed me. I, I think Harley will do well to hire him, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they sorted out their shit. Right? <laughs> The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Biker Radio.
And we're on the long way home with Cyrus Madan. And last year in 2018, Cyrus and his biker buddies got together and went over for a long trip to Germany, Switzerland, Austria. And they had a great time. So on the show, we wanted to know where he went and... So what happened was we wanted to get a my way from uh, Cyrus when he was there on the trip and we kept on calling him and kept on calling him and he just did not respond to it. And I was very frustrated. So during the interview, we decided to go back and ask him what exactly was happening. And we got to know why Cyrus did not pick up the phone and call us back. Hi, this is Cyrus Madan and this is a long way home. It was awesome. I think awesome in two parts. One was that we got much more than we had expected. Okay. Right. Okay. Of course, it also taught us many lessons. But uh, I think it's a different uh, ball game altogether. Right. You're talking a completely different level of uh, being a biker. What we do over here really is very average biking. It's great fun. The activity is the same. Right. Here it is really about male bonding. Okay. Over here. If you are at 130 kilometers per hour on a street, which is typically the average top speed that you will maintain right. on a highway in India, uh, you are pretty much the god on the street. Nobody really is crossing you. Right. Um, so over here, you typically average at the highest. At the, when you're really clipping, you're clipping at 130. Hmm. But you're typically averaging between 90 to 110. That's your average speed. In Germany, uh, on the autobahn, when you are on the top speed. The top speed in most places on the autobahn has no speed. There's no speed limit. Right. right. Uh, and at the same time, when you're crossing smaller villages, the right. speed limit falls to as much as 30 kilometers per hour, you know, as, as per mandate. Mm-hmm. So imagine that you're on lane two on the autobahn mm-hmm. and you're at 130, 135 and uh, you've got a vehicle in front of you. Now you want to cross across to lane one, which is on your left and cross the vehicle at 135, 140. Then you have to obviously be at 150, 160, and then you have to come back to lane one. Now the autobahn normally has this, you know, really curving road. So mm. at various points, you can probably see a kilometer behind you, or maybe a kilometer and a half. But there's a Porsche Panamera coming from somewhere behind you, mm. which you can't see, which is at 250 kilometers per hour. <laughs> <laughs> Which you don't know, but you're not scared of and psyched about. So Because you don't know it's there. Uh, because you don't know it's there. And because you've been seeing it whiz past you, you know, cut, 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 nikal back. So you are saying, hey, boss, up kagaru. And uh, when do I go for it? Huh? Uh, when do I go for it? When do you go for it? What's so interesting about riding over there is that here you take into account that everybody will make a mistake. And therefore you're cautious. Okay. Over there, Everybody follows rules and nobody makes a mistake. So there you're on the flip side, you're thinking, shit, man, if I make a mistake, I will cause an accident. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if I'm not right, because everybody over there is very clear that the other guy will not make a mistake. But the other guy is you. In fact, uh, we did from Lucerne to Frankfurt on the same day in rain on a day when the temperature was down to about five degrees. We averaged out a speed of 140 kilometers throughout the trip. Wow. We did Dusan Frankfurt in, I think, f- three and a half hours of riding time, four hours of riding time. Not bad. And that included a jam where we were going dead slow. It was one of the a jam? 
जैम लाइक द मेरठ हाईवे जैम सो दैट इज वन ऑफ दैट डेज व Now you don't break lane because you want to. You think you can go again, right? Mm-hmm. That is a jam. <laughs> so there is space on the road, but nobody is. Nee, so wahan pe they they really give you a lot of affection as a biker. Yeah. Jo apko India to mita milta hi nahi hai. Ha. But over there they really give you space and they let you ride. But what got my goat was the the ride to Stelvio Pass. There okay. I had a bad time. Okay. Because because of my accident, hmm. I'm always a little worried. So right. Then we chose the bikes which were normally taller than the bikes we ride here. Right. And heavier. And then these bikes also have these panniers on the side. So suddenly, from riding a bike, the size actually in, in terms of your bike's uh, navigational space, if you want to call it that, actually the size of a mini car because of the side panniers. You know, you're a big guy. Right. And uh, we were riding through a place where there was nothing but a span of about. Uh, 40 kilometers. There were 32 hairpin bends. Right. Within the so basically every 120 meters or so. You were looping. Yeah, you were in that one patch. You were actually going on a hairpin bend, and the hairpin bends were all 45 degree plus angles. Right. So here I am on a bike with a broken leg. Yeah. On a taller bike, heavier bike right. with luggage, cargo with. It just completely more than anything else. You just worried. It just got to me. Yeah, I mean, it got to me like nobody's business. And we were riding to the second highest mountain pass of. Uh, but it must be beautiful, huh? It was beautiful. So, but that is the one thing about you know going point to point. What I would prefer rather is you know go a little slower. Oh, and enjoy it. Take it enjoy in. Enjoy the view. So we were riding through black forest, and I fell up way behind my group. And the three guys, two guys behind me. So of course, when we stopped for the first time, both gali badi. Tu kya kar raha? Which are you? Are you? ब्लैक Garmisch Partenkirch I don't know how do you spell this how do you pronounce this okay this Bormio this Lucerne this Frankfurt so they make a Frankfurt to Frankfurt kind of a loop I guess right quite interesting and the ones these guys are planning to do uh, the Catalonia mountains the Catalonia mountains yeah so there are quite a few options in Spain actually and I was just looking up Spain and right and surprising how many people from india now kind of going abroad to you know ride out yeah especially after you saw katrina kaif ride uh, the infield in spain right what Did movie she? what movie spain? what movie was that i don't know the, the only zindagi na milegi dobara acha usme wo thi i mean she was riding a motorcycle yeah acha I was actually expecting uh, he didn't fall off the bike after he rode. I don't know what yeah. speed he rode it at. Uh, no, but if you good. remember, but if you remember, Chigi, uh, he oh, fell yeah. off the bike on the autobahn. Oh yeah, yeah. He after just, he stopped, yeah, yeah, because his legs gave way. Yeah, out of the fright, <laughs> some three hundred something kilometers an hour he was oh, on. Oh man, no. just remember that. Yeah, 
for somebody like Triggy to actually go through that. But 300 is something, yeah? It is? Oh, yeah. Man. I've never been up to 300. In a plane? Yeah, well. All the time. <laughs> no, but then, uh, I think I've done 220 maximum on, the, on the road. Uh-huh. And you still, you know, it, it is, things are kind of a haze at that point in time. Right. But 300, well, that's like, I can't even believe Triggy did that. Yeah, he did. How can you gun it beyond 220 is... Yeah, I mean, he said there was something fitted on the bike. So, it, oh, the meter uh-huh. read the meter read 260 or 280 miles. <laughs> kilometers. And obviously, he pushed it beyond that. So, yeah. I don't mind doing it in a four-wheeler. I'm not sure if I'll be able to endure a two-wheeler riding at that speed. I think for the first time, we should all travel in a Volvo bus. <laughs> Look out of the window. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> you know, fair just enough. see what the hell is happening. Fair enough. And then go back and yeah. say, okay, now. And try and, count, and try and count the Porsches that <laughs> yeah. go past you. <laughs> and then do it again. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. So big machines, high speeds. And a surprisingly high fertility rate of modons on Indian roads. Safety is a non-negotiable subject. Completely. And uh, so Cyrus, incidentally, has riding partners in biker bodies with Dinesh Gupta and Chandresh Marwa, who are uh, founder partners of Riders Planet. Right. And Riders Planet is uh, probably the largest multi-brand riding accessory store in India. Yeah. And their core focus is... Ride safety. We have a long association with uh, Riders yeah, Planet. Absolutely. And uh, always very grateful to them for offering us space at the Auto, Auto Expo. Expo in 2018. We are already, already looking forward to 2020. We are. And uh, I don't think we can afford a stall of our own. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure somebody, uh, if not the Riders Planet, will uh, probably let us in. Let us in and set up a little corner. <laughs> Or otherwise, we're going to set up a little uh, booth ourselves. Let's do a live radio station. A glass box live radio station. Yeah. So, Chandresh Marwa, Dinesh Dinesh Gupta. Gupta. Cheers, guys. Thank you for last year and looking forward to the next. Hi, this is Cyrus Madan and this is A Long Way Home. When we first started riding serious bikes in five years ago, in the groups, some guy would come in a sneaker. We're not... Wear a leg guard or kneecap or whatever. So there used to be a debate around the discussion saying ki yaar pahen liya kar types. But yeah. now there's, I mean, now we've all, to, the group has become mature in a sense. We are whatever, 10-15 regular riders. Koi ab karta hi nahi I mean, nobody uh, dares to come without a leg guard or a knee guard, whatever. It's not a discussion anymore. You guys are riding buddies also. Yeah, yeah, we are principally riding buddies. Right. right. Apart from giving unsolicited gyan, I do nothing. Like <laughs> you do. <laughs> You're not the hospitality. Everybody, everybody has a point of view. You're like, not the hospitality <laughs> consultant for understanding. That's why. So sure. I have I, my my job is to. So initially, first few years, brother, into rata na ki. So I I used to create a lot of rights. Okay. Uh, Curate the rights. Curate the rights. Yeah. So I have done some. One or two very interesting ones. One is that we did a night ride. Okay. To Agra. So, night riders. 
So no, no, what did you call it? The idea, the idea was the idea was to actually go to um, go to Agra, Taj Mahal, on a full moon night. Yeah, yeah. On a full moon night, and then go to, then go to the Taj Mahal and do full moon night photography. Wow. Would they let you in? Huh? Uh-huh. Oh. No, on full moon night they, they, they let do. you in, but you have to take a permission in advance and all that. Uh-huh. Right. So, उस दिन क्या हुआ कि as luck would have it, the the archaeological survey of India and some other body they could not decide on which was the full moon night. और जो कल थी यहाँ पे मिस कर दी या मंडे तो नहीं था मंडे को बंद हो गया। I did everything in the book, including calling up my hotel, your friends and all that, saying तू ऐसा ही जा, तू मेरे लिए करेगा। And they were not even friends, but they were college juniors. तू जाएगा, इन्हों तू कर जाएगा। तो सर वो decide नहीं हो पा रही है। फुल मून नाइट है। so invariably what happened was then we realized that the full moon night as per ASI was falling I think on the Tuesday and we of course wanted to do it on the weekend but that was interesting so we actually had I think about 12 or 13 bikes okay and we all first um, met up at JP Agra uh, mm-hmm. JP Noida mm-hmm. the JP Greens Noida mm-hmm. and there we but we said that we'll do it in style and we'll you know take all precautions we had three or four backup cars oh sir and uh, 13 bikes and we said we'll do lots of four. So there was a pilot? Yes, pilot was there. We said, you know, there's a, there's a worry of Neil guys. Right, right. There's Neil guys and of course other uh, sundry animals. Mm. Uh, so we had full, I mean... Mm. Uh, like a caravan. Uh, okay. So we would stop at... Uh, no, no, the, the bikes would... Uh, so we had all this two timing, I mean, suppose we had drama. Kiya. Right. Finally, the group which was the, supposed to be the number three group, we realized that we put all the youngsters in that one. So they said, you don't have So they crossed all of us and went ahead. So then the pilot fell and everything But thank you for the safe ride. We all went to JP Agra at a great time. Rather but is that an issue? I mean, uh, younger riders creating uh, ruckus on their own? I mean, have you encountered that while you've been riding? Uh, without getting to specifics, see, everybody is a different uh, mentality. I wouldn't say youngsters are, there's an issue. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of young riders with us who are very, very good guys. And so you come across, like between like older or younger, you come across all sorts. So right. some people uh, don't fit in into your mindset. Right. Let me put it that way. So that is really there. And that's you know, what some kind of contributes to a group. Uh, yeah, yeah, you have to have people who have the same mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't control everybody's emotions, but as long as you have common sets of emotions, it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, you can, especially this is a very, at least now it's much lesser, but it's a very adrenaline kind of a... I was just going to say uh, that. ...rush kind of a activity. Yeah. But you can be suddenly, uh, I mean, I, I can fault myself for uh, having died long before, actually even before that motorcycle crash. One day I was, and Tathagat stopped me actually. Right. Suddenly, uh, we started from Gurgaon to a meeting point in Delhi and uh, with three of us, Tathagat, me and one more guy. And uh, he had bought a new racing bike and he was ripping the bike on the Jumbo Point at mm. City. Mm. And the road bandit curves like that. Right. I said, I'll It's just that, you know, you just get into that phase, I'll show I was also ripping and he was obviously going much faster. <laughs> I was trying to do a 120 and uh, the road started bending. Oh, and uh, I realized that 
this is not going to be nice because yeah. mm. there's a metal barrier mm. and uh, i somehow controlled it mm. and tatarat came and you know <laughs> pointed his large big finger like no don't mm. do it that's mm. it can you can really egg each other on without meaning to जैसमंद लेक 
Uh, it's no. not the Lake Palace. Huh? It's not the Lake Palace. No, <laughs> yes, yes. no. So I'll tell you what. It is. It is also the Lake Palace. It is no. It's a modern structure, but. Ah, uh, So I think I don't know which year. I think I keep getting confused with 16th century and 17th century. In the 16th century, the Raja of Mewar, George Strickland, he decided to um, provide accommodation. Okay. So he had a whole dam or a. Water body created, mm-hmm. which is I think seventy-four square kilometers, if I'm not mistaken. They dig it uh, up. They dug it up. Mm-hmm. In the process, what happened was that when it filled up with water, and they dammed it at one mm-hmm. point in time, mm-hmm. at one point in place. Uh, what happened was that this was Aravli, so the Aravli hills were jutting out of the water. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So you've got imagine I think if I'm not mistaken, Tiri Dam mm-hmm. is only forty-seven square kilometers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. In terms of damming it, the uh-huh. water water surface area. Uh-huh. This is seventy four square kilometers, and the Raja did it in sixteen something. Mm. So, in the Arabli hills, which are jutting out of the water, uh, his Rashid's father, in, I don't know which year, but he took uh, permission to build a hundred room hotel. Wow, bad foresight. So our entire batch, uh, not entire, but many of them. Mm. Some almost forty-seven, fifty of us <laughs> got together for a college reunion in that hotel. Wow! Uh, in two thousand fifteen. Vishal doesn't write, does he? Huh? Vishal doesn't write. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Good question. <laughs> but it's a beautiful place. So it's got great water body. So coming back to what you asked about, so yeah, body I would say was beautiful, just pristine. I said Deogar was fabulous. Kumbal got awesome. Just to sit in a hotel. On the top of the Arabli Hills, and in the night, have nothing around you. Yeah, yeah, and have a great experience. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. A big hello to the biking community. This is Bulu Biker, and I am happy to join Big Biking Commune. See you all on twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth February at Chariot Beach Resort, Mahabalipuram. Get ready for an action packed. Three-day event with stunts, off-roading, drag race, beach sports, inter-club contests, and show-stopper music bands, and much more. So, what are you doing for the weekend? Uh, we've got this invite from uh, Let's Ride. Uh, yes. Have you seen that? Yup, I saw that. Actually, oh. we were supposed to talk about the rider training academy that these guys started. Yeah. yeah, and uh, they've taken up an initiative which is called uh, Women in Front. Yeah, and uh, they've been supported very ably by uh, Maxis Tires. Yep. Thank you to Maxis for uh, putting their money where the road is. Yep. And uh, and on people's heads. Yep. So uh, brilliant initiative. Um, uh, so on the second of February, uh, hopefully we'll be there in the morning tomorrow. Tomorrow, which is second of February. Right. And uh, it's at the OTR Dirt Park. Is going to be, I think. Uh, this is that uh, same place, no? Baliawas. Yes. Faridabad, yes. Gurdwara. Right. It's a Gulpahadi uh, near Baliawas. Okay. It's the open air. Uh, there's a there's a open air cinema hall called the Gurgaon Talkies. Huh. Yeah. It's right open there. air cinema hall. Uh, Achha, what like you drive in and stuff. It's a driving cinema. It's a driving. Yeah. Baliawas. So you know what happens, right? In, I can imagine. In cars like that. Yeah. In Gurgaon. In Gurgaon. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, so uh, women in front. Do you think people would be rapping? They will be. What? I don't know. Uh, 
all our support to let's ride for all this, support to let's ride for this endeavor yeah and uh, they've taken up in a fantastic initiative and they're being very heavily supported by Maxis tires right and uh, we're hoping to be there tomorrow yeah Lots of other people also involved in it. Hey, listen, uh, what about that motor art thing you sent me? Ah, oh, you know, I was actually looking on Facebook uh-huh. and uh, I was wondering, I mean, I saw this. Isn't it Malika? Yeah, it is Malika. Oh. And uh, which yeah. is happening in, uh, I think, the mm. end of March in Mumbai. Mm. And uh, very, very interesting idea of actually a lot of artists contributing their art mm. and they were doing their artwork on helmets. Okay, and it's a uh, it's quite a collection of uh, international artists okay. as well as Indian artists. Oh. And I thought, yeah, uh, normal helmet painting ye log to maybe paint karke panade sir ke upar unke. Hopefully, something uh, more than just art will come out of this. Oh yeah, but it's a very interesting idea, and uh, something you know, to look forward to. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, no? You look at a, you can't look at a helmet while you're wearing it. Yeah, that's the sad part. Yeah, but that's all right. People, other people can appreciate the artwork. Like Ray Bans. Like Ray Bans. Yeah. yeah, they're there, but they're not there. Yeah. And as Sarah just in this episode told you, please strap it on. Don't just place it on your head. Mm. It is of no use. You rather not wear it at all. Hi, this is Cyrus Madan, and this is a long way home. So, if there was an opportunity for you to ride with anybody out of history or contemporary times, who would it be, and why? Well, my dad still rides; he's seventy-six. But if I really want to ride again from history, with my dad, he still rides. He still rides. In fact, he just recently had a fall. <laughs> he's alright. Yeah, he's alright. What does he ride? What does he ride? He rides a Bajaj Pulsar. Okay. Wow. Um, he lusts for a bullet. Okay. I can buy him one. Achha. Well, I'm not sure about whether he'll be able to handle the weight of the bullet. And the other thing is, I just don't want anything to happen to it. Right. So, and now the Java has come out, no? Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying Java a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. But Why not? I keep saying Java for the Baba. <laughs> Java for the Baba. Buddha. Buddha is taller than me also. So oh. He's five eleven. Yeah. She never forgets rubbing into me. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, I keep thinking that I should bite for him. Maybe I will. Maybe I yeah, yeah something okay. to look forward so, to. So, you know, his one mm. etched out thought in my mind always was, and I don't know if you've seen the, the David Beckham biking documentary in the Amazon. Yes, I have. Huh? Yeah. So, one memory that my dad, I have, my dad telling me, you know, when we, we are two brothers, he said, Ki, when you are older, when you're old enough to ride a bike, then um, your mom and me. And you and your brother on two bikes, we went on a long trip. Like he made it sound like we were going to be a pan-India riding trip. Hmm. So that is always etched in my memory. And funny yeah. enough, in the David Beckham thing, yeah. there's a similar conversation where he says that my dad once said that we'll go on a biking trip together. Or we went hmm. on a biking trip, something like that. So uh-huh. very, very similar. In fact, that movie is so interesting because it is really what we do here with biking. Mm-hmm. It's just about the boy bonding. You know, yeah, bromance. Uh, yeah. The one plan that we want to do, uh, which we'll humusko anjam denge, to use the right word. Uh-huh. Maybe that we'll probably do, what we're planning is we want to do the Spanish coast. 
Okay. Uh, you can do a if you go check it out on the net. You can do a 13 day trip mm-hmm. from Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Barcelona. Spanish. That's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Okay. So you can do a 13 day biking trip in the what are these mountains called? The Antigua Mountains now. And so it's it's on the on the on the Spanish coast. You can do 13 days. Mm-hmm. And uh, you start at Barcelona and, and come back to Barcelona. Okay. So it's like a round trip. So it covers the coast, it covers the hills and comes back to Barcelona. Wow. Uh, so that is one thing that, that was actually the original trip which was being thought for. Ki bhai Barcelona hmm. Barcelona what is the inspiration for it? It's just pure for that. It's just breathtakingly beautiful. Any point in time you've re- reflected back and tried to figure out why the motorcycle? Bike was very much a part of then, of course, it became the mode of transport when, it came, when I came to Delhi. And that one thing, reason why I didn't want to live in Bombay was I said, You want bike in Jalakat. Bombay was a bike. I haven't heard that before. A Baba saying that. You have to have your own transport. I think I can local train much at a company. I'm a motorcycle. I'm a motorcycle. You can ride, you know, terrible anyway. Uh, still haven't grown used to it. Mm. Still, still haven't found my affinity for it. So Delhi was about saying that my car will be, bike will be. And uh, my wife very cutely before we got married, she told me that, okay, look, you will buy a bike after marriage and I will take care of my house. Oh, wow. Damn good deal. Yeah. 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 Damn good deal, man. What happened to my car? Cyrus Madan, it's been a fantastic Sunday once again. Awesome, to catch you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time, Thank you. So, show some up. Show some up. Packing shoe. What a long week we have ahead, man. We've got like... Doing packing. Not packing. Packing is easy. Two But that's not the thing. There's so many people to interview. So many people to meet. It's... January. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so we're looking forward to our visit to the big biking commune in uh, Mahavadipur. And if you ever need the feel, if you ever feel the need to <laughs> call us or connect with us, <laughs> yeah. the number is 89202 I just remembered. Currently it's mail at brbroadcast.com but we're really thinking of changing it. Okay. So maybe we'll get lucky if we change the ID. Somebody will write. Somebody will write. Nice name. Nice name. So over and out. Over and out. Over and out. Hey, see you, buddy. Bye. And looking for the fire